We have now seen the liveries, AKA car paint. Take two. We have now seen the liveries, AKA car paint jobs that all 10 Formula One teams will be using for the 2024 F1 season, which means it is time for me to rank them from worst to best, just like I do every year. Let's get right into it. In last place, the Red Bull RB20. Red Bull's 2024 Formula One livery stinks. It doesn't stink because it's a bad livery. It stinks because it's the exact same livery they run every single year. I get having the whole, if it ain't broke, don't fix it approach in your organization when you're coming off three straight World Drivers Championships, but this is just getting absurd at this point. Back to back to back championships is one thing. Back to 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 back use of the exact same livery is another. Like I said last year, Red Bull should not even be allowed to call it a livery reveal. At this point, it should be called a livery confirmation because we already know what they're going to do. F1 fans are bored of Red Bull's livery. We're bored of Red Bull winning. We're bored of the Dutch and Austrian national anthems. No offense to the Dutch or the Aussies. That's Austrians, not Australians. We're bored of hating on Red Bull. And we're also somehow bored of other people hating on Red Bull. If you're not a Red Bull fan, you're just flat out bored of Red Bull right now. And they're giving you every reason to be. Red Bull... More like Red Boring. Let's hope for all of our sakes, except for theirs, that 2024 is the year Red Bull stops being boring. In ninth place, the Haas VF24. The 2024 Haas F1 team livery is everything that's wrong with Formula One liveries in 2024. It's composed almost entirely of exposed carbon fiber for the purpose of saving weight, which is a tactic every car on the grid is using in one way or another, but Haas have taken it to the absolute extreme with this snooze fest of a livery. <laughs> Apparently Haas need all the help they can get this season because this thing has about as much paint on it as their trophy case has trophies, which is to say minimal. Shout out to Kevin Magnuson's 2022 Brazil Pole Position Award for being literally the only trophy Haas have earned through eight seasons in Formula One. If Haas had run this livery back in 2021, before pretty much every car was utilizing the exposed carbon fiber weight-saving tactic, I actually probably would have said I liked it because when you remove any anti-exposed carbon fiber stance from the equation, it's really not a bad-looking motor vehicle. But alas, this is 2024 and not 2021, and I, J-Bone, am a man of principle. And thus, I must say that this livery stinks. Disclaimer, J-Bone's anger at Haas for firing Kindersteiner did not influence J-Bone's decision to hate on the 2024 Haas livery. J-Bone is a man of principle. In eighth place, the Alpine A524. Alpine F1 team are jerks. Who sends out this wild teaser right before their livery reveal that gets us all thinking, oh my goodness, Alpine are about to break the internet, unveiling a pink camo livery this is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Only to poop out this disgusting monstrosity at the actual reveal. To make matters worse, Alpine actually unveiled two liveries at their livery reveal. One blue one and one pink one. And both of them absolutely suck. As always, the whole blue and pink colorway they keep running is giving gender reveal. It's giving... Baseball concession, cotton candy guy yelling, get your cotton candy here. Hey, get your cotton candy here. 
It is not giving good F1 car. Aesthetically speaking, I think this is the worst looking car on the entire grid, and I'll be doing my best to avoid looking at it all season long, which fortunately for me, may not be that hard as the Alpines were not shown on the broadcast very much last season. I think I speak for every Formula One fan when I say Alpine, please give us something more like your absolutely incredible 2021 livery that you entered F1 with. I know that would require you to ditch your sponsor BWT and their trademark pink color, but trust me, all of us would be better off for it, except you, because you'd be losing a ton of sponsorship money. But besides you, everybody else would be better off for it. As Formula One fans, we all love wearing gear that reps our favorite teams and drivers. However, you can't wear F1 gear to, say, a wedding, unless it's a really cool bride and groom. And that is where my sponsor, Indochino, comes in. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with endless customization options so you get the exact look you want. Indochino is like the Formula One of suits because they have the most cutting edge suit technology on earth. Just measure yourself at home in 10 minutes or visit a Indochino showroom, select your suit details and boom, they ship you a fully customized suit you can wear right out of the box starting at just $399. I just measured myself and cannot believe how easy it was and how streamlined their home measurement process is. I stink at measuring and it was really easy. I will report back once my shipment arrives and you know I'll be wearing it with my F1 bolo tie. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code FBONE to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com with code FBONE. In seventh place, the Williams FW46. When you look at the 2024 Williams Racing F1 livery, three things stand out. First, the Duracell battery airbox is still undefeated as the best logo inclusion in all of Formula One, and it is not even close. People like it so much that they even wear hats with it on them. More brands need to be doing this. The fact that Haas haven't turned their airbox into a big fat foil wrapped Chipotle burrito yet with their Chipotle sponsorship is an even bigger miss than their lame 2024 livery. Second, it is absolutely hilarious that the side of the Williams car says Komatsu in massive letters, seeing as that is literally the name of the team principal of Haas, who is one of their biggest competitors. Side note, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is the home of Komatsu's US headquarters. Does that mean I am forced to be an even bigger Williams fan now? Only time will tell. And third, the 2024 Williams livery is kind of boring. Honestly, their sponsorship logos are somehow the best part of the car, especially when you add in that iconic golf logo. Most importantly, the car is mostly blue and not black, which is a win for them and all of us. However, Dark blue looks a lot like black, and in this day and age, we need more bright colors, so shame on Williams for not using their bright blue color on the car. Instead, if they had, I actually think this car would have had best livery potential. In sixth place, the Mercedes W15. I feel bad for Mercedes F1 team for a number of reasons. First and foremost, because Lewis Hamilton just decided out of the blue to jump ship and join Ferrari after this season, which still blows my mind but also because they just are constantly in a state of limbo lately as they cannot seem to decide on anything at the moment. Side pods, no side pods, black livery, silver livery, who should we replace Lewis with? 
who actually won the 2021 World Drivers Championship? I think Mercedes' 2024 livery reflects this Mercedes limbo as it demonstrates a lot of effort and indecision that end in a lackluster result. So in that sense, it's actually an incredible livery. Aesthetically speaking though, it's lacking. I do like the silver to black ombre situation on the side, but I'd like it more if there were more silver if it's not clear by now, I don't like exposed carbon fiber and think F1 should mandate a minimum amount of aesthetic weight on every car so they aren't all just exposed carbon fiber. I need to be able to tell these cars apart even when it's 2 a.m. here in the U.S. and my eyes are only half open as I watch the Japanese Grand Prix and that will not be possible if they're all the same color. What was I talking about again? Oh yeah, the 2024 Mercedes livery isn't terrible nor decent, which is why it is number six. In fifth place, the Stake C44. A lot of people don't like Stake F1 team's 2024 livery. To be honest, there is a lot not to like, from the controversial natures of Stake and Kick themselves, to the absurd amount of times the Stake logo is on the car, which is so many times, to the fact that the very bold color choice is kind of giving a number of vibes such as Ghostbusters, Nickelodeon Slime, and Ben 10, but it is that very color choice that is the reason why Stake made my top half of the ranking. In this day and age of exposed carbon fiber liveries, I crave bright and bold color choices like this one, and that one that those jerks at Alpine tease us with before unveiling those absolute stinker pink and blue liveries. Even though this livery does have a lot of exposed carbon fiber, the rest of it is bright, unique, distinct, bold, and unmistakable, all qualities that good liveries have. Would I ever wear Stake F1 team merch given this color scheme? God, no. But does it kind of work as a livery? Yeah. That side profile could use a bit more green, but I'll take what I can get this year, I suppose. In fourth place, the McLaren MCL 38. I don't really know how to feel about the 2024 McLaren F1 team livery. On the one hand, I do appreciate that it's bold and bright, but on the other hand, I am not blind to the fact that it does have a fair amount of exposed carbon fiber, which I hate. And on top of that, I always compare McLaren liveries to the fantastic 2021 McLaren Golf livery, which I'm literally wearing around my neck right now because I love it so much. Shouts to Chuck Stop. Quite simply, nothing compares to this, and I will accept nothing less from McLaren. However, compared to the other liveries in this year's very weak crop, it does stand out from the pack and has some interesting angles and accents, and for that, it's made my top four. One absolutely bizarre thing McLaren did with this livery is that they added chrome accents to it for the driver numbers on the nose cone and fin, but they didn't add a chrome accent for the literal word chrome. They did this for the British Grand Prix last year where they had an absolutely amazing showing, plus it just makes sense logically so I find it very weird they did not chrome up the Google Chrome logo for 2024, but whatever, I have worse complaints about other liveries, so it's fine. In third place, the Aston Martin AMR24. Aston Martin F1 team are not very good at developing their car. This is evidenced by them starting last season off with the second best car and finishing it with the fifth best car, or even arguably the sixth best. However, they did develop a nice livery for 2024 that's made its way onto my livery ranking podium. You can tell the season is just beginning because Aston Martin are on a podium. That is the last joke that I'll make, I promise. There's just something about that shiny Tiffany green color and how much of it they put on the car that I absolutely love. I think it's beautiful, look at it. 
Shiny is back in, Matt is officially out. The Aston Martin on the fin looks awesome atop the Tiffany green as well, much better than the Aramco logo that it's replacing from last season, and the numbers are super easy to read, so you'll know that it's Lance Stroll who put it into the wall instead of Fernando Alonso though you would have already assumed that anyways. They do have some exposed carbon fiber, but it's lower down on the car to the point where it's not super noticeable, which is what every team should be required to do with their exposed carbon fiber. I'm excited to see this car fighting at the front, at least until the end of March. Okay, now I'm officially done with the Aston Martin jokes. Going back to my last place choice, Red Bull really should have hired someone with more creativity to design their livery. And they could have easily found that person if they'd used my sponsor Indeed, which is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one convenient place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Something that I love about Indeed and the reason I use it to hire and rebel should be too, come on guys, is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. If Red Bull were using Indeed, maybe they wouldn't have all of us feeling like it's Groundhog Day by running back the same livery over and over and over. Indeed is truly an unbelievably powerful hiring platform and it's the number one source of hires in the US according to Talent Nest. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash fbone. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash fbone. Just go to indeed.com slash fbone and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash fbone. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. In second place, the VCARB01. I love Visa Cash App RBF1 team, formerly named AlphaTauri. I definitely don't love them because of their new name, which is both a mouthful and confusing. Does the RB stand for racing bulls or does it stand for nothing and it's just the letters RB? I don't know, why aren't you being more clear about that? No, I love them because they introduced their 2024 livery with the caption, introducing the VCARB01, we didn't skip out on the color with this one. Any team that's going to make a point to avoid exposed carbon fiber is all right in my book, even if their name is weird, and VCARB, which is apparently what we're calling them, is no exception. I love how VCARB came out the gates hot here and dropped an absolutely fire livery with which to introduce themselves. Pookie is looking absolutely fire. This right here is how you make an entrance into Formula One. It's like when you're the new kid at school, so you bring a bunch of packs of chewing gum with you to hand out to people so you can make friends more easily. It's just a smart move, okay? That shiny blue pairs incredibly with the white and the red accents to combine for a truly unmistakable and unique car. And people have been making fun of them a lot for their name, but honestly, the Visa logo looks kind of dope on the side pod. Speaking of Visa, let's all hope Visa's Formula One team sponsorship goes better than MasterCard's did. MasterCard entered the F1 team world by way of sponsoring Lola to create the MasterCard Lola Formula One racing team that went down in history as the worst Formula One team of all time. They competed in only one race weekend, the 1997 Australian Grand Prix, and they didn't even compete in the full race weekend. Why? because their two cars finished qualifying over 11 seconds slower than that of pole sitter Jacques Villeneuve's Williams, meaning they did not qualify for the race due to the 107% rule, which states that any cars whose qualifying times are over 107% of the pole sitter's time may be disqualified by the stewards. Considering both Lola Carr's times were around 114% of Villeneuve's time, 
you can understand why they were not allowed to race. MasterCard Lola would remove themselves from the F1 championship before the following race weekend due to a combination of lack of funds and their car being just absolutely awful. Sponsoring an F1 team, millions of dollars. The F1 team you sponsor being known as the worst F1 team ever? Priceless. MasterCard. And finally, in first place, drumroll please. You already know it's the Ferrari SF24. Look at Ferrari's 2024 Formula One livery. Seriously, just look at it. Take it in, all the beauty, the bright colors, the Italian craftsmanship, the racing stripes, the classic Ferrari sponsors like Shell and Santander prominently displayed, the cockpit that in the not too distant future will be occupied by their iconic drivers, Charlotte Claire and Lewis Hamilton. I mean, sorry, Carlos Sainz. Got a little ahead of myself there. When you see this car, it just screams F1. Well, more accurately, it screams Ferrari, which in turn screams F1. I legitimately think that as long as Ferrari keep making their liveries bright red, which they will do forever, they will always be right near the top of every livery ranking because it's just iconic. Look at it. Beautiful. Side note, I am praying that Mercedes go full petty mode next season after Lewis leaves and come out with the most fire red livery of all time to really stick it to the Tifosos for poaching Lewis from them. A boy can dream. A boy can dream. But in the meantime, we have this beauty to watch all season long as Ferrari execute poor pit stops like they did in this promotional video that for some reason they put out. Some things never change. What do you think? of my 2024 Formula One livery ranking. Let me know your thoughts and or your top to bottom ranking in the comments. Like go comment right now. j commands you. Go comment, come on, like right there, go. Scroll down, okay, cool. Special shout out to my top YouTube channel members. Joe Max's number one hater, Snow. Mo, Joe's number one hater, Schmo. Brian Linton, Daddy Fett, Wolf's Loves Racing, and David Hake. Mash that join button just below this video to get your name shouted out right here in future videos. And make sure to tune in to my iRacing live streams right here on YouTube if you want a shot at a channel membership being gifted to you. Until next time, folks, J-Bomb. J-Bomb.